What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. Ninth episode Woo! of the Shattered Order podcast. How about that? I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always, always is my good friend, Indeed. Wink. What's, What's up, up, dude? Oh man, yeah. I am ready to talk some swaga. There's a lot to talk about this week. Actually, not really, but we have some really good topics to talk about, and this is going to be a fantastic episode. What is going on, GMP? Well, uh, you know. Not a whole ton. Just uh, enjoying my week in the warmth. I think it's been, I think the high this week was 85. Been sitting around the 70s all week. So, like, this is the perfect time to be in Arizona right now. Loving it. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. uh, We actually had some nice weather today. Past couple days have been great. I wore shorts outside today. It was amazing. The beginning of the week started with a high of 20, and then now it's like 65. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I could take that. I saw some Nate Ball from our guild posting pictures of it snowing today. Ooh. So I'm like, hmm, not interested. Yeah, so. I'll pass on the snowy stuff. But uh, I, I'll tell you what. I mean, the stuff's been coming down like crazy as far as subscribers and stuff. We hit over 1,300 on YouTube, which is very exciting. Thank you guys for subscribing on the youtube channel and if you don't already yes, make, appreciate make sure you share and get all your friends and guildmates to go subscribe as well and also we've been waiting on this mark for a while because building a community is it's different than just just doing a podcast and we've kind of built a community and we have all these people that enjoy mm-hmm. chatting we finally reached a thousand people on our discord channel yeah so thank you for everybody yeah very exciting thank you to everyone that joined the discord something i wanted to add to that is that there is not a cap at a thousand on discord so if you still haven't joined (laughs) discord.me slash shattered order exactly let's start working our way towards 1500 so let's let's just keep keep putting people in there keep packing people into the auditorium all right as i like to say right now (laughs) <laughs> when did we start? I think we started doing this podcast in June of 2016, if I recall correctly. Here's what I would like to see by June of 2019. I want to s- see us hit 2,000 subs on YouTube. I definitely think that's doable. And I want to see us at 1,200 on Discord. 
I like it. Possible? I think that's very doable. All right, let's do it, people. Totally. All right. On to other things. Uh, I'm I'm wearing a hoodie because it's it's kind of cold in the house, but I'll tell you what. Um, I totally forgot something. Thank you for the little highlight on the show yeah. notes. Yeah. This um, is a very important thing. It's it's so good. All right. So we had an idea of, uh, if you can't hear that, that is actual paper that I have here for the podcast this week. And as a celebration for our sub numbers on the Discord and the YouTubes, um, specifically Discord, because we've been aiming for that for a while, uh, we came up with SO Bingo. And this is some good stuff, right? Good night, punk. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be fun. And if you already had yours printed off, you might have already gotten some squares signed off already. So, yes. for those of you that haven't got one yet, I'm going to drop the link to our bingo cards on in the Twitch chat so that everyone can go and grab it and get ready. Because basically what it is is you can print it off and you can sign it off yourself whenever you see one of these things happen. Or if you use a computer or a phone, all you do all you gotta do is click on it and uh, it'll put an X over the ones you've done. So if you are on a computer or your phone and playing bingo, if you get a bingo, send me or wink a Discord DM with the screenshot. If you're doing it on paper, take a picture of it and send that picture in the DM. But the first person to get a bingo, a legit bingo, will be the winner of tonight's Blue Microphones prize. So if you get a bingo, you win big. So there's a lot of stuff on there um, that's going on. So if you go to that that link that's in the Discord or it's in the uh, live chat right now, you can bring up your bingo card on the phone and play along. You can bring it up on a computer, or if you want to run off and print it real quick, whatever you want to do. But in order to win, you must submit your screenshots. Everything has time stamps on it and DMs, so we'll know who had the first one sent in, yep. if it's legit. Um, so we'll let you know when we get one that's a winner. But uh, as we go along in the show, make sure you're playing along. There's some fun stuff on here. There's some freebies, like... Uh, Good night, punk vapes. Uh, there's also one for wink yawning. So uh, we'll get there. <laughs> that'll probably happen at some point. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, there you go. Very exciting so. stuff. Um, On to what I was <laughs> going to say before I forgot about SO Bingo is man, I'm going to have this really sexy shirt and I'm not going to be able to wear this hoodie coming up here pretty soon. Uh, if you haven't already gone to bonfire.com slash do you even mod bro. And got your uh, do you even mod bro shirt? You you need to do that because it's gonna be awesome. Bonfire shirts are unbelievably comfortable, and I agree, man. Those things like, are super comfortable. I might order two. <laughs> I just need to put more shirts out so I can keep buying bonfire shirts. Exactly, these are awesome. No kidding, for sure. Like um, a Jerry and a Bleedo one. Like hmm. Jerry and Okay, anyways. <laughs> Whatever happened. Well, we'll get there. So what did you do this week? There was something you did that was super awesome in, you know, uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but in celebration of your furry bear's golden god. 
Oh yeah. So if you didn't catch it that that last week, the event is going on right now. I put out a video last week on tips and tricks for C3PO and his event and how to beat it. And hopefully it's been working out for a lot of you. I've seen a lot of um, feedback on the video talking about how it's worked for them and uh, using the Paplu Dispel and Elder, um, the Elder Stealth. That strategy is working perfectly for a lot of people. So uh, if you haven't seen that, go ahead and go to our YouTube page. There's a C3PO video right there for you guys to check out if you're having trouble with the event. And then uh, that sh hopefully that'll give you some help and uh, let you know what to do. So, yeah, go check it out. Awesome. Yeah, very good stuff. Uh, I, I learned some stuff watching the videos. Very, very good. Uh, didn't help me because I already have 3PO, but fantastic video. Um, <laughs> so something I want to clear up because we get this question all the time. And my schedule is kind of hectic currently, and my internet, if you're unaware, is really, really awful. So that makes getting the podcast out shortly after we do it very difficult for me. Um, unless we do a Thursday episode, then I'm usually able to edit Friday. But when we do a Friday episode, I am not able to edit the podcast until Sunday night. And so... Uh, past couple weeks, we've had some tech issues and just things that have delayed it. Um, you know, there's just been uh, a lot of silence in the communication, like hours of it. Um, so, uh, that, that, that was a joke, obviously. Uh, but yeah, seriously, yeah. um, you know, we've had some issues with that. So we got a schedule going what we, what our plan's going to be. So we're going to knock out the podcast. Whenever we do it, Thursday, Friday, we're going to get it on YouTube, so you can always go to YouTube and listen. Twitch, I believe, actually has an audio-only thing as well, so you can go listen there, too, if you would like. And then the audio podcast, we have taken some extra steps as far as redundancy on recording and everything so that we don't have any issues whatsoever. But we will. Uh, I will be getting the podcast out come Monday morning. It will be out. Um... I don't think with what we're doing, I don't think there should be any issues. So Monday morning, expect the podcast to be there. It won't be there before that because I'm with the move and everything. I'm working Sundays and I, I don't have time until Sunday night to really do it. So that's going to be our schedule going forward. Sounds good. All right. Well, let's just <laughs> go ahead and jump into this. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? What a week in Swoga, of course, because we got Grand Arena going on, we got a TV going on, all sorts of exciting stuff. So uh, as far as uh, Quest, I, how are you doing on that Jedi Quest? I know you're on one of the Jedi Master Quests, right? I am on the one, the last step of Jedi Knight 4. Okay, you're Jedi Knight 4. Okay. So you're getting there. Yes, yeah, so I, I am on uh, the third Jedi Master quest, and this, in this one, you have to defeat 200 Sith with Grandmaster Yoda, uh, face Grievous and win a certain node and then earn 100 stars of territory battle. So, win the middle of territory battle, 
this will be the second territory battle, and then I will need one more territory battle after that, and I will complete this quest. Very exciting stuff. But I finished up another quest that I was doing this week. Uh, it was one of the Grand Arena ones, so now I'm back to one of the Sith ones. And uh, there's one where you have to kill like a thousand Galactic Republic enemies with Count Dooku present. It's the Sith Agent second tier. And there is a node. It is Dark Side 4L. And you can get 15 of those guys in one battle. So you can knock that out pretty quick by doing that. So I thought I'd throw that mm -hmm. tidbit out there. Um, I completed one of the other quests that gave me the stuff to craft the um, the the sixty five hundred health gear twelve plus piece. So I'm gonna figure out someone to put that on because those things are just fantastic. Obviously, um, there was. Due to Grand Arena, I was kind of messing with my teams a little bit, trying to make them a little bit more efficient for defense and such. And I started looking at my Ewoks, of course, because Ewoks have been a big topic this week. And I came up with an idea. I was going to remod my Ewoks, but not entirely. I was only going to remod one of them. And I remodded Wicket. I'm itching for someone to get to this team in Grand Arena. My first opponent didn't make it to my, to my Ewoks. But I cannot wait because my wicket is 294 speed. He is unbelievably fast. So I am really dying for somebody to go in and battle them because at 294, he's going to go really <laughs> early unless you're using a fast team to stop him. And he has 75% crit chance. So there's a great chance he's going to be giving, you know, 20, 30, 40% turn meter to his Ewok buddies. And, you know, if he does that, you're in a real, you're just in a bad spot. So that was my idea there. Uh, you know, just kind of create a infinite turn loop, you know, and he's kind of the Keystone character for that. You know, there are a lot of these teams that kind of have that Keystone character that really makes them go. And Wicket is the one for the Ewoks for sure. Um, I know a lot of people probably don't have Wicket, but um, ideally, he's the character you want to go with. So, yeah. Um, and something else. I reanalyzed my thoughts on the crit avoidance on General Kenobi. Uh, somebody mentioned this in chat. So, th this week, man, I started dropping to like the 40s. No idea what the deal was. So, um, I decided... Somebody said they weren't having much success with the crit avoidance on General Kenobi, so I decided I'd change things up and just kind of see how it goes. Uh, so I switched to a speed arrow and dropped Hermit Yoda and put in Basil Sean. Um, just because, like I said, I was dropping to the 40s. Well, next day I dropped to like 46 or something. Didn't quite drop out of the top 50, but close. And that happened for a couple days. Stuck uh, Hermit Yoda back in. Kept dropping a lot. Um, then I, I then I sped up Kenobi a little. I changed one of his mods. I can't remember what it was. Um, gave him a little bit more speed, and and then the past two days I dropped to like fifteen. So I I don't know. Um, it's random. It really is random. 
I don't know that there's much of a difference. I think the best argument for not using crit avoidance on General Kenobi is the fact that he is going to get his mass attack earlier, which does one very important thing. It will allow Jolie and Grandmaster Yoda, well, Jolie to recover health off his basic and Grandmaster Yoda gain turn meter off his basic. So I think those two things just happening earlier can change, you know, the way everything else happens down the line, you know? Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know if it's better. I don't know if it's worse. It's it's definitely different. So, um, <laughs> especially if you're using Hermit Yoda, I think there might be more of an argument for the Speed Arrow, just because also on that mass attack, everyone else is gaining the 5% turn meter also off of uh, Hermit Yoda's basic. So I think that that's something else that could factor in. So anyway, uh, that is kind of my thoughts there. Farming. Man, what... Actually, before we get to farming, because we'll use the farming to transition to your week in Swaga. I I found a mod. It was in the mod store. And this this mod was... It it had four things that I love. It had crit damage primary. It had speed secondary. Mm-hmm. It had offense secondary. And it had offense percent secondary. 3.91 million credits. I'm like, I mean, I've got to buy that. I mean, you almost can't go wrong on the secondary stats. Uh, you know, so I was like, sure. What the hell? Let's see what happens. So So I bought it and... Only one stat increased. <laughs> Could you please pull that, that up on the screen? It is. It, it is currently on the is, screen. Woo! I mean, how about them apples, man? Like, That's I ridiculous. Uh, what speed on that? Twenty four. Is that good? I think 24. it is. Yeah, that's. It's okay. Not, it's all right. Not too shabby. Um, man, just stupid luck and. I I put it on CLS. <laughs> it's perfect for him. It's just one ridiculously unbelievable mod. This is two weeks in a row that I've gotten just a complete and total god mod, um, speed wise. And I <laughs> I'd say so, man. <laughs> I, what was that I mod like that I sent you in Discord the other day? I think I sent it. Let me find it. <laughs> I sent it to you and uh, I do remember. I sent this. it to you and McMole. Yeah. Um, gosh, it was it was nasty. It dropped it procked just as many times as your speed, but I think it was, I think it was tenacity. It, Let me see. I I'll get it here in two seconds. I think I think you're because, right. Yep. All right, here it is. I said not exactly what I was going for. It wasn't tenacity. It was potency. This mod has five hits on potency. It's an offense primary square. <laughs> With 9.21% potency. I mean, that is a crap ton of potency. Nine. Nine, 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 nine. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nuts, man. Um, nothing wrong with that, though, to be honest. Like, that's... I mean, speed would have been better, but there were certainly uses for 9% tenacity, especially when we're talking about raids and such, um, which we'll kind of talk about here in a second, because potency is going to be important in... One of our segments here in a minute. Um, all right, so farming. Juwani, 
I was 2 out of 85 last week. I am all the way up to 7 out of 100. So that was 85 shards, I believe. Or no, 90 shards I got this week. Uh, Basil of Sean, I went from 76 out of 100 to 94. So uh, 18 shards gained on her. I haven't been doing node refreshes much for her. Um, Karth oh nasty. 34 out of 65, all the way up to 0 out of 100. I mean, how? That's some serious <laughs> gains right there, right? Like, woo! Yeah, like, um, that's ridiculous. Yes. Uh, I thought that was out of 85 the first time I read it, and then I just realized now it was 34 out of 65. Yes, yes I did that some is... serious work on it. So, 85 plus... There, I do Another believe thirty. Holy two, crap! Two or three times I bought shards. That's a it's one hundred and sixteen shards I got this week. Uh, a couple times I bought from the shipments because I have the crystals and I know I'm not going to get him finished when I need to get him finished or when I'm expecting I need to get him finished without spending those crystals and buying him from the shipments. And then Evan Hawk came. And I bought the ship energy deal. I've been doing 200 crystal refreshes on the node, which I am generally not an advocate for. However, when you're getting a ship and a character, I'm okay with it. Plus, um, I'm doing all the 100 crystal refreshes on energy anyway. Buying the crystal energy pack or the ship energy pack, it, what is that? 100, it's basically like a 113 crystal energy refresh. So I was all over mm -hmm. that. I just started doing node refreshes. And man, about the past three or four days, I've had really, really good drops on Karth because everything before that was total just hot garbage. But like I said, uh, only 100 left. I see the finish line and I am sprinting towards it. Evan Hawk, I, just today, obviously, because this is the only day that I mean, hasn't even been here 24 hours yet. And 48 out of 80 shards as far as getting very close to unlock. So, uh, yeah, I am, I'm pretty thrilled with my progress on the farms this week. What about yeah, you, say, senor? I'll say on Ebonhawk, I've only used, I only, so far today, I usually finish up my, all my refreshes and such at, uh, after the podcast, because my daily refresh after changing my time zone is now 3 a.m., so I got all the time in the world after the podcast to finish dailies, but just using a 600, uh, the 600 crystal ship energy pack, I'm up to 32 out of 80 on Ebon Hawk. So nice. I might, I'm not, I'm not really going after it like on purpose. I'm just kind of going after Karth. So it's happening on its own, but, uh, yeah, 32 out of 80. So I'll get there. I mean, I did, I unlocked, uh, the Emperor shuttle pretty much the same way when it was when it was here. Um, yeah, because the Emperor shuttle's at 13 out of 65, so I unlocked it and got a few more shards by the end of the event. So pretty sure I'll do the same thing for this one by the end of it, at least have it unlocked. So, But who knows now? We got another ship before we got Emperor shuttle to come back, so I don't know how long we, we'll have to wait for these ships to come back. Yeah. Um, but that's as long question. as I unlock it, it's all good. Yep. Um, yeah. 
So, do, 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 what's it? No, I'll go over my farms real quick. Okay. Uh, this is the part that makes me angry. Cardo Nasty, I was 47 out of 65. Actually, me and you were both pretty much on par with Karth with yep. what's gone on in the past week because you got Karth to, z- to zero out of 100, and I mine is at 40. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking of Juhani. I'm not even close. Yeah, this is the part that made me angry then. I'm only at 46 out of 85 on Karth, so I was uh, 15. No, 13 shards ahead of you last week, and now you're blowing me away. So that guy, dude, better step up his game for me. 46 out of 85 for Karth. Uh, Juhani, 80 out of 85. So I am pretty much staying right around. You got a lot more shards than me this week, but I'm almost where you are on that one. Yep. I spent uh, way more crystals than you did probably, though. Yeah, I'm sure. I've only do, been doing two refreshes on both these characters, so 80 out of 85 is pretty good. I still keep track of how many shards I'm getting a day, and with two refreshes, I'm averaging somewhere between uh, 8 and 11 shards for each of them on the two a day on the two refreshes. So right about where you need to be, so it's working out. But uh, Badstila, I'm not even doing refreshes on her because I'm not worried about it once I hit 50. I'm still 43 out of 100 on her. And my Django, which is the only other hard note I'm farming, is 65 out of 100. So eventually, he'll become a 7-star, but he took a huge back burner when these other characters came out. Uh, let's see here. I remod Jolie this week. I realized that I just threw mods on her when I started her, him when I started using him. But I started thinking about, like, how to make my Jolie last longer. He was only at 30,000 health and 30,000 protection, and I had been that using him in, you know, forever. I mean, it worked for me, so it wasn't an issue, but I was thinking maybe I could help my defense a little more by remodding this dude. And uh, I remod him to, I think he's at 55,000 health now and about 50% tenacity. So you get that 25% crit avoidance as well as uh, extra heals on the whole team. Definitely probably the uh, smarter way to go there. But I'm kind of thinking about tenacity sets and trying them out instead of health sets. Because I was doing totally fine with the 30,000 health he had before. So I'm kind of curious if if him just becoming an uncritable machine would actually benefit him more than the health. Yeah, I don't know. Have so. you ever tried tenacity on him? Yes, I think health is leaps and bounds better than tenacity on Jolie for a couple reasons. So he already has high tenacity. So, um, I mean, he's got 70% crit avoidance anyway uh, w- without really doing anything at all to him. And then, I can't remember exactly what the number is. Don't quote me on that. But, um uh let's see so his unique ability gives him 30 percent extra health uh so for every little bit of health you add you're you know you're getting more and more so say for example if you go with a 16 percent health mod that is really like 20.8 percent health bonus because of his unique ability and 
to me, I would much rather have all that extra health given how he recovers health and all that sort of stuff versus the tenacity, which will give you marginally better, um, you know, chance at crit avoidance. But also, the the health set is being useful 100% of the time. Tenacity is not because you have tenacity up from Grandmaster Yoda. In addition to that, you have crit avoidance that gets, or sorry, crit immunity that gets given out by General Kenobi. So if he gets hit crit once, the tongue twister. If he gets crit once, it's not going to happen again. So, yeah. Well, here's the here's the the biggest thing, and I don't know how this interaction works. But his first unique, um, don't interrupt me, he gains 100% tenacity right off the top. So yes, does he give gain the bonus crit to be equal to half of his that 100 plus whatever tenacity he had? Yes. Or just that 100? No. Off so it's of off the one fi- if it's... Yes. All right. So that's... And, yeah. and then I think he has like and a And I'm 40... okay with 50 because that gives him 70... Well, but he also has a base. Um, that I mean, that's just off of his unique. His let's see, his base tenacity. Um, this is assuming he's maxed. Is thirty nine percent. So he's yeah. basically right at seventy percent crit avoidance uh, mm-hmm. if he's maxed. So. Uh, well, I, I was think... to say I don't need to put tenacity on him because he has mine with just these. these the uh, health sets I put on him is at 50%. So that's 75%. Exactly. Crit avoidance anyway, which is almost ridiculous anyway. So, all right. We, now that we've talked that through, tenacity sets, don't need them. But that health is is huge. So. Oh, yeah. Huge health. Almost a modding section. Huge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huge. It's huge. He's he's fun with health too, man. Just because, you know, you've got little Yodas and stuff that try taking him out, and I mean, even a super strong attack like a thirty thousand <laughs> damage attack, his bar just barely moves. That's awesome. It's also very annoying if it's happening to you, but you get my point. Well, it's always happening to me, which is why I finally decided to use some free time to play with my Jolie mods. So, yeah, there nice. you go. Well, cool. that's pretty much all I've been up to this week. Not a whole lot, just uh, farming and uh, playing the normal things. Oh, I won my grand arena today. So, oh, congrats! Nice. One and oh, how about you? Yep, one and oh. All righty, keep we'll keep you updated. We will <laughs> definitely. Can I go updated. back to being a champion? After getting, ooh yeah, man. They say that rebounding is really hard. Time. You know, you get down and it gets in your head, and you know, we'll see how you do. We'll see how you do. Why don't we? Go I ahead? don't know what the dude I was fighting was doing today. Anyways, he cleared my bottom two sections. Okay. It took him took him three tries, team, but the other two on the bottom took one try. Then he cleared my Ewoks. But he didn't even attempt my Night Sister team. Night Sisters are I cleared, ass in 5v5. And I cleared his whole side. So I was like, well, if he clears my top all in one swoop, he might 
have yeah. a chance, but even I don't think he actually did because I took two tries on two of his teams and the rest were full regular clears. So I don't know. He would have been close, but he didn't yeah. even tack. So, huh? Interesting. Well, so uh, one thing I thought was interesting: the guy that I faced, he tried to go south, and he took out my Basilisk squad in one attack, and then he went to my uh, Emperor Palpatine team and lost. But it was interesting that he was trying to go south because logically you should go for um well actually no that may, I, I'm backwards. Logically that is the way you should go because when you get to that last spot you only have one team that you need to take out to clear the territory. So if, you, if you're not sure if you're going to clear territory or not you know if you're short on teams on offense going the direction that gets you to the spot that has the least number of teams, you know, can be an easy way to hopefully get, um, you know, some extra points. And that's why I always put a team that is a total pain in the arse right in that single spot on the, uh, on the GA map. All right. Why don't we go ahead and jump to this next topic? It's going to be awesome. (laughs) All right. I was a Swigga character. How would you mod me? Alrighty. Now. Um. We're going to talk about C-3PO. It's fitting because his event's going on. We were talking about Ewoks. Uh, and, I mean, there, there are a few ways that you can approach the, uh, uh, there was a yawn if you missed one earlier. Um, several ways to approach <laughs> C-3PO in this game, obviously. But I wanted to go back to a question that was posted in our Discord. Thanks to Dave Maasai. And here it is. Quote. Hey, guys. I got C-3PO 6 star. I put a Zeta on OMG. He has 79% tenacity, running to 12 speed, but I'd like to use him in arena with CLS, Chewie, Han, and old Ben, but not sure if he's viable versus Revan teams in the top 150. So he wants to know how he should mod uh, double Zeta CLS, uh, gives us some information on his stats, his Zeta Chewie, Raid Han, Zeta to old Ben, great choice on that Zeta. Um, so I figured this would be easier to just talk about here because there are two ways you can use C-3PO, Rebels, Resistance, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about our strategies on both of these and, you know, give Dave a little bit of advice here. Um, so whenever we're talking about the team in general, the C-3PO being stuck with Rebels is obviously really good for Arena. It is... An absolutely kick-ass team. Is it a Revan killer? I think we know the answer. No. Um, I'm not even sure that they could beat a really well-modded Revan team, to be perfectly honest. Just because, I mean, Revan's kind of OP, let's be honest. But, uh, so Chewie, as we've talked about, tenacity is always great choice on him because it allows him to keep attacking out of turn that's not really a concern with um revan teams other than the fact they could get stunned 
Getting stuns an issue, obviously. <laughs> I know, man. God, it's killing me. The yawns, man. The yawns. Um, and then you have Han Solo. He's your damage attacker. They're you can go in a lot of different ways. I go full offense on him. I don't care about speed. Other people care more about speed. To each their own. I do not worry about potency on Han though, um, especially if you're using him for arena because of the fact that hey. There's going to be Canasty up if you're facing Revan teams. And he's more of a damage dealer than a turn meter person anyway. His first stun is going to stick no matter what, so who cares? Now, C-3PO kind of... He's interesting because of everything he does. The debuffs, he basically debuffs and mass assists. But he gives potency to Rebels. He allows them to expose on basic. And there's a lot that interacts with the Commander Luke Skywalker Zeta leader ability where rebels gain turn meter whenever there is a resisted, um, you know, debuff. So, modding, I kind of think in general, I I think how you're using 3PO affects how you mod the rest of the team. I don't know that it really affects how you mod C-3PO. It's pretty much speed and potency. But I've seen a lot of people argue as far as making him tanky. He has stealth, so he gets he gets away from people pretty easily. Um, and having him fast will obviously allow him to get into stealth mode a little bit earlier. What do you, What do you think as far as speed and potency on 3PO. Uh, I use speed and potency on 3PO, so I'm all for it. Although my potency is sitting at 92% right now. So That's I could probably get him all the way up, but uh, yeah, he's he's got a really good base potency anyway. Yes, um, he does. So it's really not that hard to get him up to 100 because my mods only add 27% and it's at 91 uh, so yeah, that's a. It really wouldn't take too much lot. more to get him to 100, but yeah, I think that's pretty much the easiest way to go. Yeah, for sure. Because then, because you don't, since you don't need so much potency, you can focus more on the speed aspect of it. Because yep. if it has, if it's speed and it's got a little bit of potency on it, even that little bit is going to help him to get him to where you want him to be. So you don't have to sacrifice three speed on C3PO to get more potency because you have a better mod with better potency that's got lower speed. So I would say just keep up the speed mod if it has potency on it and not to worry about it unless it's like 4% between the difference in the two. You know what I mean? Makes sense. So, And, Um. you know, there are different places to use them. So uh, Sol in live chat mentions that uh, he he goes all health on 3PO. That way he can survive getting marked from Revan. Um, if he is getting marked by Revan, definitely. I mean, going with health is a fantastic idea because if he dies, you're kind of screwed. So if you're using him in arena and you are facing Revan teams, I think that is a pretty good argument. And because... You know, it's not like you're you're gonna have that big of an issue with um, 
debuffs, though. You know, the ability to land debuffs is not going to be nearly as important because of you're going up against a lot of tenacity up. There's a lot of foresight. There are things like that that really screw with what you want to do with your team. So uh, that's a pretty good argument for, you know, a lot of health and speed on 3PO and just go with it. Um, potency still can be moderately important, but like I said, I think that's a pretty good argument as far as, you know, uh, arena team going specifically up against Revan for sure. What do you think? I like it. I've actually never used C-3PO against Revan, so I don't know the logistics and ins and outs of that, but that does sound... The, the logic is there from the uh, the way it's been presented. Yeah. So Nice. Well, uh, where where else might you use him with Rebels aside from facing a Revan team in Arena or Grand Arena? Uh, well, that's the thing. I would probably use it there, but I haven't run into any... Well, I've run into Rebels... Rebels. Revens in Grand Arena, but I save my Revan for offense, so most of the time I just Same mirror here. match and, yep. and win that. So most of the time, C-3PO, I throw him, obviously, in with CLS, and uh, that CLS, CLS, Chewie, Han, and C-3PO could pretty much take anything by themselves. I usually just throw a tank in there, like a Baze or an old bin, just to have someone there in case. Um, but I use those together because the A, if you don't use C-3PO in there, they're already melting things, but C-3PO just makes it almost a uh, a guarantee. So that's the way I use them. Interesting. Because that CLS team could pretty much take out anything. It's a great team. I mean, CLS is, I mean, he, he's, yeah, he's unbelievably good. I kind of hate using him with Han and Chewie just because generally for Grand Rita, they're so overpowered. And then if you throw 3PO in. I oh, mean, it's, it's ridiculous. A, yeah, it's just, it's stupid. I mean, it's it makes it easy for the Han Grand Arena uh, quest. Because if you use those four, yeah. you're using an undersized team. If you're not getting 3v3 that often and you want to finish it quicker, yep. you just use those four and you're good to use 100%. an undersized team. And so, yeah. Yep, I agree. And but I pretty much always use C3PO with, with the Rebels because of the. And even if I don't use them, like in 3v3, I don't use C3PO with. Uh, um, I don't use them with the Rebels we're talking about now because obviously I would just use Chewie, Han, and CLS together. But I usually throw um, C-3PO in with like Bays and Chirrut or uh, Wedge and Biggs. Just some really good Rebels to get the extra Exposes in on it. And those can usually mop up some backup teams that people put in. Not, not the top tier teams, but teams you're like, well, what can I put in this? What can I put in that's not going to put me out for some of the harder teams I'm going to face, right? You know what I mean? So yeah, I usually throw him in with two other Rebels and 3v3, and it works out pretty well. Not a bad idea. Um, well, that's another one that's good, the uh, the idea of uh, Akbar, Leia, and, um, and C-3PO. That's another one I've tried. That's I didn't like that good. one as much, but 
It is pretty good. I like to use Leia. I still like to use Leia with Nest in 3v3, just those two. Because if you have your Leia's fast enough, stealther, and they're just going to go at uh, Nest forever while okay. Leia goes off like a machine gun because she never comes out of stealth unless the Not team, you got to pick your team wisely because if they have an AoE dispel, they're going to take the stealth off there. But if they don't have an AoE dispel on a 3v team you're playing, Leia will just be stealth forever, and you they got to hope that their defense can cut through the nest, which doesn't usually happen. So Yeah, interesting. Um, so I do love using 3PO and Leia together, for sure, 100% agree there. However, not with the leader ability you said. I like using them under Finn, and the team's not going to be around much longer. Once that Finn rework comes, it's not going to work, but... It, yeah, dude, it for is sure. awesome. That is a good one for now. It is, and we have so no good. indication yet on when that's going to be fixed. Actually fixed, so yep. use it to your advantage. But the next three v three is at the end of the month of March, and we have should have the road ahead. Said we had a quality of life update coming. So if I had to guess, I would think that that's probably coming next week, if not the week after that. So I would guess in the next week or two, that's a good that point. thin stuff's going to be gone. So. Yeah, because there's... the end of the quarter is the end of this month, and they have to get that quality of life out in this quarter because of the road ahead. So it, it, that's a good there point. Go. Hadn't thought about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about three PO with resistance too much because of how much I think that's going to change with Finn. Um, you know, right now in Phase Three, they're so good they can clear that thing. They Clear the raid. Uh, raid, they're kind of pointless to even talk about just because of how overpowered they are um, and the fact that it's not going to be that way much longer. But, uh, man, C-3PO is just... hes He is. He's gold with Rebels. And he's so versatile that, you know, in Grand Arena, like what you were saying with CLS, Han, and Chewie, I like splitting them up. You know, do Han, Chewie, and something else, and then CLS can basically take out a team by himself anyway, so I'll just stick some scrub in with him if needed, just as an insurance policy. Um, and I I don't know what I'm going to do with 3PO once the Finn rework comes. I really don't, because... It's a tough, <laughs> it's a tough decision, man. I don't know. Um he might go back to being with Rebels because he is, he's good. Right now I use Old Ben as kind of my fifth in that Rebel team if it's Grand Arena or Territory War, uh, you know, and I'm using them on defense or something just because, I mean, they obvi- they smash like nobody's business. But... Um, <laughs> Dude, apparently people are filling out the bad pun uh, square on Bingo because you said... C-3PO is gold with Rebels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Very very nice. Oh, man. Very nice. All right. And I wanted to answer Joker's question (laughs) from chat. He asked, do you think the data dump suggesting 4v4 is coming has any credence? Uh, They said that they were going to keep trying different things. So I would assume, obviously, it's not this month, but I assume that it would be coming eventually and why uh, not yeah i mean there's no reason I mean, for it to not come 
Yeah, it'll. I mean, I like three v three. I like five v five. Why not throw another version of it out there? I mean that. I mean, I mean, I would even do doubles. I mean, doubles would be fun. I think there's a lot of different ways that would be fun. So, hundred percent. Four v four, bring it on. Although I would rather have doubles before four v four. I think doubles would be more fun than four v four. But it's whatever. I think doubles would limit too many rosters. I don't know though. Maybe not. I would. I'd like to see both of those, though. I agree. Um, well, I mean, ha- have you started working on your 4v4 uh, Grand Arena chart yet with this news? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, because I have yet to go. If someone wants to drop the, I'm sure it's a Reddit post of this data dump. I haven't even read it yet. So if you will have that information, and you can put it into the Discord for me to read after the podcast. I would love to check that out. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Indeed. All right. Blackbeard, so, Blackbeard Pepe says, "I think two v two Han and Chewie would beat anyone." <laughs> I think I agree. Probably, yeah. They 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 would be ridiculous. Yes, I mean they're ridiculous <laughs> anyway. I mean, yeah, they're they're kick ass. Um. All right, so anything else you want to mention regarding modding C-3PO? Uh, no. I, I have, think that's what, I have I think... one more thing. Oh. Oops. I just thought of it. So somebody in my arena been experimenting oh, okay. this week, and they're using an RJT lead with BB-8, R2-D2, C-3PO, and Droideka and beating Revan teams. Huh? I was reading a chat message. Ah! RJT. Okay, RJT, BB-8, C-3PO, R2-D2, and Droideka beating Revan teams. It's not super consistent, but it's kind of awesome. Like, I, it is pretty legit. You know, it's funny because RJT with a bunch of droids behind her has always been a team that existed and people use. So adding another yes. droid that's good in there, like Droideka, does not surprise me that that would yeah. work. Because like, you always talk about RJT and the droids, and you never really know who the droids are that are in the team with them, but everyone seems to have a different RJT and the droids team. So I'm not surprised that that one would work. Yeah, it's it's fun so. to watch. It looks like a lot of fun. I kind of want to test it, but haven't had time. Looks cool, though. All right. Um, (laughs) uh, we will move on to this next topic, but I, oh, here we go. Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. So there was a ship that dropped. Why don't you tell us about this? All right, so random as hell this week. Okay. Uh, just random things started popping off here on the end of the week and kind of came out of nowhere. But the it all started with a tweet from Carrie that was in response to uh, someone that was asking her if they were, we were going to hear any news this week. And uh, her response started this big old long rabbit hole people went down. And I can totally understand why. So anyway, someone asked, tweeted her and asked her for news. And her response was this. 
observation, something will happen tomorrow. Now, tomorrow has come and gone, so we know what it was, but what everyone thought it was from that was, um, so what it was she was referring to was the Ebon Hawk coming to the game while sneakily mentioning something else that eventually we found out was also true, but she was talking about Evan Hawk, but the way that's worded is exactly how HK 47 talks in the KOTOR game. So everyone was going off about, okay, well tomorrow we're going to hear about this, about HK 47 being reworked. And so everyone, we all started talking about that and that was our belief. And yeah, so that's where we were. What actually happened was, this rant, and this is all this is part of the whole weirdness that went on. Suddenly, there was just this random post on the forums with a kit reveal for Ebon Hawk. No, no pictures in it, nothing. It was just all the text. Um, later they put pictures into it and kind of filled it in to make it look like the kit reveals usually do. Um, but Ebon Hawk just kit dropped out of nowhere on a Thursday like and a meteor uh, out of the sky. Yeah, it was nuts. So th there it is. And we're all, and it said nothing about where to get it. Um, it was just a kit. And so everyone's thinking, okay, well, I, Evan Hawk, that's a, a ship that everyone's wanted. It's probably a marquee. And then an update push got put into the game where everyone's like, okay, well in two hours, there's going to be an update. So, Update came and suddenly there's a new galactic chase ship and it is the Ebonhawk. So now we have uh, Palpatine's command shuttle and the Ebonhawk both as galactic chase ships. You know what I love about the galactic chase? What's that? The percentage chance of getting a shard changes with the amount of energy you spend. I love it. It's... I don't know. It's just, it's great. It allows you to farm anything you want and still get the shards for something. It's, it's, it's a fantastic way to, to, to do two things to allow people to farm what they want to farm while incentivizing people to do refreshes. It is a great idea. So this is why I don't think that Galactic Chase so far has had the blowback that uh, Mother Talzin's event and Wicket's event have had because they're ships. And I think that's the only reason. But Galactic, Sh the Palpatine shuttle was what? The beginning of March it came out? Somewhere in there? Uh, uh, Not March, February, sorry. Because it's now starting to look like we don't know how long it's going to take to get these ships to seven star because the ships aren't on a, aren't Ske on any kind of cadence that we can schedule. see. Yeah. So I can tell you this much. If they weren't ships, I would not be happy with what's going on with this. But since I don't care about ships as much as I do characters, it's, it doesn't seem like it's gotten uh. as bad of as a response from people as those other events did. Because That's interesting. waiting a year to get, Waiting a year just to get Wicket and Tiles into seven star really was not a good call. Now these ships seems like it'll be a lot shorter than that as well because 
I'm halfway to, not halfway, but I'm well on my way to the next star on the shuttle after one one iteration of the event. So the shards come quick. It's just we don't know how long between the events. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that's like Chicken Bottom said. I think the... I think it's the speed, though. I got Palp shipped to six star in the first go and shooting for the same for the Ebonhawk. Yeah, exactly. It, you get the shards faster than you did, for sure, with those other events. The only problem I have right now is that no indication at all, it's not on the calendar, when we will see these ships again. So that's the only thing I'm seeing right now. That's But they're, they're ships, so they don't bother me. If they start, if Galactic Chase isn't limited to just ships, and eventually we see a character pop out this way, then it'll, then it's gonna really irk me. So, I don't know. Just the idea I had when we were talking, thinking about this. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure that I agree with you. I think it's a little bit different because these ships aren't tied to Zetas. I think that was the problem with the Wicked and Mother Talzin event is. You're being you're being Zeta blocked by these characters, and that kind of creates a problem. Um, well, I mean, Zetas are one part of it, but people would people wanted them seven stars more than the Zetas. I'm pretty sure, especially Talzin. That was the biggest issue: is no one wanted to wait a year doing re- one event a month to get this character. That's why they incentivized people to refresh nodes. Yay. Yeah, but I don't know. Yay. No yeah. reason no. to rehash that whole thing. I get but your point. It's, um, it's. I I wanna I wanna give a shout out real quick. Okay. Um. To to my Saint Han brother, good old Maurice. That that uh. We we need more people on the Saint Han train, like. All aboard, people. Saint Han. I've never even thought about the fact that you got the ST there on the beginning of him. Yeah. Anything yeah. special about Saint Han? He's great. Does it just have to be Saint Han? I mean, Saint Han in general, but uh, Saint Zon is really where it's at. I had to think on that. One. Okay. Yeah. Saint um, Zon. Uh, all right, so uh, we won't go ahead and jump into that kit for that Evan Hawk. Yeah, let's do it. So this is the Galactic Chase ship, the Evan Hawk, which takes Karth, Odassi, and T3 and 4. Those are the two pilots for this ship. Um, you're looking at a basic called Heavy Laser. Laser. Fire oh, the, the freaking picture. laser. I don't have the pictures. Why don't you read pictures. off that and I will add the pictures. Alrighty. Basic ability, heavy laser turrets. Final text. Just moved on my screen. Final text. Deal physical damage, target enemy, and attack again. Grant another random buffed ally 15% turn meter for each attack. That is a total of 30% for those of you who are not good at math. Special one, Cartho Nasty's ability. Yeah, or so. Ne- never mind, bad joke. Uh, <laughs> potent pilot, cooldown of three. Final text, still physical damage, target enemy, and dispel all debuffs. Not debuffs, 
and dispel all buffs on them. This attack deals 20% more damage for each ally with Chaff and can't be evaded by Sith enemies. Chaff, immune to target lock. Um, every, every time I read that, I want to say Chafe. It's not Chafe, it's Chaff. <laughs> uh, yes, every time I see it, I think the same thing. <laughs> you really want to chafe these ships. Get them chafed. Exactly. Uh, spe- special 2. This is T- T3M4's ability. Scramble scanners, cooldown of 3, final text. Deal physical damage, target enemy, and inflict buff immunity for 2 turns. Dispel target lock from all allies and grant them chaff for two turns. This attack gains 20% crit chance for each other cargo ship ally. Unique one, critical cargo. Final text, the Evan Hawk gains foresight for one turn each time it is critically hit. It has plus 15% defense for each other ally, doubled for cargo ship allies. All allies have plus 20% potency, and the Evan Hawk gains 30% turn meter each time it scores a critical hit. Hardware ability. Special Special delivery. Final text. Enter battle. Dispel target lock from all allies and grant them chaff for two turns. Dispel all buffs on all enemies and inflict evasion down on them for two turns, which cannot be evaded. Thoughts? I like that. Uh, I like that reinforcement ability. I really, man. I like a hell of a lot about this kit. It's it is. I totally agree. It's a great hardware ability. the The biggest thing about this ship, in my opinion is this will give you a second ship that can come in and dispel all buffs from the enemies. Cassian, this cat. That is great for... uh, What is that game? Territory War. So being able to have one of those on offense and have one on defense, I think is going to be really important because against these uh, Han uh, Falcon teams... You need to be able to dispel the buff so that you can get to the damn ship, because otherwise, you're not you're not going to get to the ship. So, and the uh, the other great thing about it is, sorry, I didn't mean to, I thought you were no, down there. No, I didn't have it. Sorry, man. Well, I was gonna say the other thing with the uh, the crew ability for Karth is, you know, after you brought him in, let's say you're fighting a houndstooth, um, and he's just body block and everything. Oh, he's yes. still got a three turn cooldown ability that will dispel all the buffs on the, it's, he's still got a dispel, so he can still keep doing that. A la, uh, what is the one other one I like to use? Ahsoka does that pretty well, but you know, that ship's old and not a lot of people use it, but the dispel has always been something that I liked about it. But so add in that three turn cooldown dispel for this, and I think that makes the ship even better. Yeah. Right over there? For sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Uh, wonderful. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what were we going to say? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just think that this, it's it's an interesting, I think it's a good support kit. Like, I don't think it's going to be, I think he's a good ship for, I think he fits right in what Galactic Chase is. Here's a ship 
You can earn a charge just by farming normally. It's not super hard to get. It might take a little time, but if, once you finally get it and you end up getting it seven stars, then you will be able to uh, have another ship in your repertoire to put in as a reinforcement that does a specific duty for you in PvP. And I think his kit is going to be really good for that. 100%. And the big thing I like about it is the fact that it has synergy with cargo ships. So the Phoenix ship, the Falcon ship, the the synergy-ness, it's awesome. Um, uh, the other thing is when the ship's in, because he gains 30% turn meter on a critical hit, you know, th there's a lot of opportunities for... Uh, you know him to get called in, like if you're using him with the Falcon team because of the Akbar with the AOE and the Bigs and the call-ins and all that sort of stuff. Uh, really digging it. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's a very interesting kit. It's a little bit different and it's really good. I love that it has another buff immunity. You know, it's got a wide variety. It's kind of um, it kind of does a little bit of everything. And the biggest thing is the fact that they finally introduce a buff that prevents target lock. Because target, I mean, for so long, target lock's been the only thing that matters. And mm -hmm. this kind of slows that down just a little bit. Yep. I like it. I think it's a, I don't think it's like an overpowered kit or anything, but I definitely think it's one that's being put into the game for a specific purpose. And it'll definitely be a good uh, tool to have in your, in your ship lineup. So, yep. I like it. I like it. It's cool. Very similar to the kit, the way we talked about the kit for the Emperor Shuttle when it came out, because that kit also has a lot of utility as kind of a a, a support ship. You know what I mean? So that's true. I like it, indeed. All right, uh, very similar kit uh, synergies between the two that have come out for Galactic Chase. So I'm digging that. Now. The other thing with the Ebonhawk that happened, um, <laughs> big big deal here. The in the reveal video for the Ebonhawk that was posted on the EA Star Wars Twitter, you watched it. It talked all about the Ebonhawk and the things it does, and then there was you noticed there's still like 15 seconds left on the video, and I'm like, what are they filling that last 15 seconds with? Well, it cuts out from every, introducing the Ebonhawk, and suddenly. It's panning out from the back of the ship or the front of the ship, I don't know. And there's, it's got the little drawbridge portal. I don't know what that thing that falls down is, whatever. Anyways, out of it starts walking HK-47 with his gun, and he says, these are his exact words, statement, HK-47 is ready to serve, Master. Ooh. And then the thing, and then it just cuts out. And you're like, oh. well... Carrie passed it off that the way she was talking a day ago was about the Ebon Hawk when we found out the kit reveal. But then on top of that, they dropped this video and HK-47's in it. So it's like, I bet she was talking about HK-47, but passed off to the Ebon Hawk because HK-47's ridden in it so many times. But yeah, so a lot of stuff to digest from that. First off, this is from Carrie on Reddit uh, today. She said, yeah, so in a perfect world, what would have happened is that hint wouldn't have been interpreted as a rework happening today. 
then when the trailer released, there was another related reference, and everyone would have fun, and I wouldn't be in trouble. But alas. So, I think we can all pretty safely assume that HK47 rework is happening. The video was supposed to be the thing that dropped that hint, and then everything would have been kosher because the video... But here's the thing. The video, when I watched it, still awesome. Still, uh, I wouldn't say draw, 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 draw dropping. I don't think that's the way you say it. Jaw dropping. But <laughs> I still watched it and was like, oh, crap. And it wasn't so much for the HK47 rework. It was because he said, HK47 is ready to serve master. You know who his master was, right? I don't. I should. His, his master was Revan. <laughs> Rev, who's that? Yeah, exactly. He's ready to serve his master, Darth Revan, is oh. my assumption. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm really hoping that we get some kind of news because it just keeps rolling, this idea that Darth Revan is coming. And so that Dude, just was another... We need a new meta so bad. Oh. I love Jedi. I love Grandmaster Yoda. I love all Yodas. But my God, I'm so tired of this meta. It is... It's It's like... We need... We it's like bamboo meta. shoots up the fingernails. It's every day. It's so awful. <laughs> you know what I want? I want a non. I want a non Kotor meta. How about that? I don't that want a Trey meta. Or I don't want a Jedi Revan meta anymore. I don't yep. want a Bastila meta. Make that, something else. I want any. I I want rock paper scissors. Where did where did the rock and the paper go? We're left with scissors. That's it. Scissors are dangerous when left to their own devices. Bring back the well, paper see, and yeah, the that's, rock. That's the other thing about this, what's going on right now. People, for the longest time, they had this really good mix of teams that could take number one. But if you look at the meta report now, uh, four-fifths of the meta is just one leader. And that's not parody. That's super boring to me. I hate, I absolutely despise these mirror matches at this point because I've been doing them for so freaking long and the same pattern sweating. over and over the same pattern over the same pattern oh oh shoot me no i'm i want some clone wars meta please once that the new clone wars last yeah. clone Wars season comes out let's let's slowly work our way that way please if we Four ever get a clones meta i will protest I swear to God, I'm not even. The only kidding. reason is because you're not ready. <laughs> no, it's because I hate. Them. I can't. I can't wait for it. Oh, to be honest, because then you'll have to. Well, you won't have to. I mean, I guess you could do whatever you wanted, but seeing you have to gear the clones would be great. So, so do you th like? They, they dropped the hint. I mean, it's it can't be too far away. I mean, what is the is the HK rework and Darth Revan dropping next week? What do you think? I think if I'm going to be Dan Stradamus, which I haven't done for a while, I think that we're going to get some kind of hint. Let me put this out there first. As game changers, we don't know anything about what's going on right now. So That's this is true. not nothing. Hinting at anything. We know, we know what you know, know. I didn't even know Evan Hawk existed until that kit dropped. We found so out when you did. The, so, I don't know what's going on, but if I have to guess, this is pure guesswork. Dan Stradamus here. Mark it, write it down. Let me know if I'm right. 
I would think that Monday, Tuesday, we get the rework kit. And then I would say Wednesday, we next week, we either get uh, the quality of life update with the rework in it. That's my guess. Wow. So Monday, HK rework kit, Wednesday, quality of life in HK47. That's my guess. And then sometime on Friday, I would guess, after we've played with the HK47 kit, sometime Friday, I would think maybe we'd get some kind of information because it always seems like a Friday when we're doing this podcast that SB Crumb drops some kind of news about what's coming up. So I don't know. That's my guess. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's my guess for what's going to happen next week. All right. So this is, I want to say conspiracy theory, but not really. So uh, everybody knows their quarters and the, 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 we're in quarter four for CG. So January to, through the end of March. What's mm-hmm. been their big seller this quarter? We've had no, General Grievous. That didn't go well. There was a legendary, wasn't there? Yeah, wasn't Han in January? No. Or was it the end of December? You talking about the Falcon? Yeah. No, I think that was December, wasn't it? Isn't December part? No. I don't know, man. I'm it seems sure. like there was something in the last two months. I, I feel like there has to be something big coming. Um, jo- Joker said he also thought that Falcon was January, so maybe. I, I feel like there's got to be something big coming before the end of the quarter. And so, you know, it makes sense that the uh, that the DS Revan... Dude, I swear to God, if we have an entire year as the char- the character from Star Wars Revan being the meta for one whole <laughs> year in this freaking game I'm going to lose it I am not even playing it's there are so many better options why does it have to last this long come on <laughs> seriously especially since it seems like from our poll at least 50% of people never even played Kotor so all these characters being exactly. added it's like uh well, here's Don't the really big deal with, about this one either. Well, Kotor. If you like the Kotor characters, you know what you can do. You can go play them anytime you want. Do Do you know how? Kotor. It's very simple. <laughs> the Dr- actual game yeah. does doesn't need to be Swaga. Go to Kotor. It's on mobile, people. Um, I'm getting ranty. You ready to go to this next topic? I'm always ready. Let's All go. All righty. You don't always have to pay for the best. Sometimes the best things in life are free. Oh yes, it's time to give away some stuff for free to you! We are very excited about this. Get that Skrilla! Get that Skrilla! Alright, so... Um... (laughs) So? I mean, I'm waiting. What is it? I would like to say a big, huge... Shout out to all of our patrons, all of our Twitch subbers, um, you know, everybody that allows us to keep doing the show. We really appreciate it. Um, you guys are absolutely amazing. We love you all. Um, and our patrons, I am going to run down and name 
Let's see how bad I screwed this up. Oh, I love this part. All right. Well, yeah, take a drink. Get ready. All right. We have two new ones for the month of March that I would like to mention. Join just, I believe, today, actually. Benor and Saul. Appreciate it. Familiar with both of you as yes, well. Yes, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate <laughs> it. And Benor, welcome back to the Swogar universe. Our February patrons... Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Um, the, those of you that I owe roster reviews to, hit me up, and we can, of course, schedule that and, uh, you know, get that sort of stuff out there. Uh, here we go. Potterhead76, Simma, Supreme Vengeance, J-Pod, Elton Blues, Vostlandic, Dorian Blade, Randy Marsh, Jared T, Electro Duval, Azazel, Chicken Bottom, the MZR Quoth, aka Cable, Ruski's <laughs> Ben Enzi, Ben Enz, this one I knew I was gonna butcher. Ben, I'll just go with Ben underscore NZ because that makes it easier. On ben me. Z, Ben Z, oh yeah, that Ben Z, I like it. Yeah, there we go, that's way easier. Z Splash, St. Louis Brews, Recoil, War Bobby. Dr. Shisith, Turner Viobi, Tyrek Thorne, Ringer Rock, Painted Land, Boba Finn, Jitsu Jet, M4, Sokar, The James James, Seafron Dean Paxton, Wookie Cookie, Gorstag, Laurent Dethane, Michael Bluth, Infidel Zizer, Darth Molly McMull, 2 Sleepy Bulldog, Ron Paul Bunyan, and Han Pikey. Han Pikey. Woo! Thank you guys. Right, we appreciate it. it. We love you guys. Rolling in the Benzie. Rolling in the Benzie. <laughs> nice. I like it. Uh, all right. So, if you're unfamiliar with how we do things around here, uh, what we do is we do giveaways. And so, we are going to give a. You, you have a choice, people. You can have either a Shattered Order t shirt. Take your choice. Do you Mod Pro or the original SO? Or a $30 gift card. Uh, we will go to our... Let, let's do Twitch first. All right. Who we got for the Twitch winner? Uh, do you want to wants... pick, pick a number? I will pick a number between what and what. Pick a number I between... I, I got a number. Mm, All right. 17. 17. All right. 17. Is. I have no idea how to pronounce your name. I'm going to butcher it. Air this on. E R E T H I Z O N D. I think that's how that's pronounced. Air this on. Congratulations. Uh, hit us up because obviously we don't have a way to contact you through Twitch. I don't. I don't think. I don't know. Um, hit us up. Let us know what you want. We can get you a $30 gift card or an SOT shirt. It is your choice. You're the power of choice. We like choice, indeed. <laughs> All right. So, our Patreon people. We have two giveaways to do for you people because we love you. Um... 
Alright. Miss Mr. Punk. Yes. Um Gosh dang it. I I'm trying to find the number. Hold on, ramble for a second. Ramble for a second. Alright, well, still waiting for my GNP driving the SO bus shirt. Well, was it the SO bus or was it the struggle bus? I can't remember the, what, what we were talking about that day. But, uh, man, I got so many shirt ideas in my head. I'm still, I still gotta put them all down. And I'm still trying to rework the Bleedo one uh, that we were having trouble seeing. So I have to come up with something else there. But Bleedo, Jerry, and the, uh, the SO bus all on the top of my mind. <laughs> all right. I need you to pick a number between 1 and 31. 1 and 31. All right, I'm going to go with 29. 29. Who's 29? Who just won something? This is going to be... Did you say 39 or 29? You said 29. I said 31. Okay. So my answer was 29. <laughs> your your number was 29. Um, oh, my God. This is so annoying. There we go. All right. Our winner is Rock. Rock. So, you are the winner. Thank you, buddy. Uh, let us know. Uh t-shirt or gift card um and for our ten dollar gift card you will pick a number between one and 45 good night punk one and 45 three. Oh, Whew. what a number man three and i feel like those people that are always on the fringe edges they don't get represented very well okay so i'm okay. going from one edge to the other edge. Okay. I, I see what you're doing. All right. Supreme Vengeance. Supreme Vengeance. Congratulations. Congratulations. And thank you to all of you for the support. Um, Patreon.com slash Shattered Order. If you would like to support the show there, we would appreciate it. And it gets you entered to win a gift card or a t-shirt. It is your choice. Um, and of course... We'd also like to thank our friends over at Blue Designs. Uh, BlueDesigns.com. Use promo code SOPOD. Get 20% off your order, whether it's some amazing headphones, microphone, or any other accessories that they have there at the store. Really high-quality stuff that we highly recommend. And, of course, we're doing a giveaway this week. Uh, whoever the first person is to submit that bingo card. Has anyone got bingo yeah, yet? I haven't been sit one. I don't know what your Discord's looking like, so no bingos yet. I know that there was a lot of it that hinged on... There were at least four or five squares that hinged on trivia. So I think once we get to trivia, ah. we'll probably end up knocking them out. But if you're in chat, let us know if any of you are getting close because I'm kind of curious what it's looking like. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I think it's time to go to this next thing. Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pole yeah. Pole yeah. All right. (laughs) I've already covered that. 152 responses this week. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Yes, thank you. So, you you knew this is where we were starting. How excited are you for the Evan Hawk? The options are one through five, five being most excited, one being I don't give a damn. So, how did things fall? Let's take a look. Uh, Do what? I was just going to say, I am surprised at the amount of number one. A lot, the amount of people that said one. Now, it wasn't the highest, but it was the second highest. The highest was a three. So Why, why does that surprise the, you? Anything new, most of the time, the one's always the lowest. This one isn't even close to the lowest. Five and two are the lowest. So I think yeah. there are multiple reasons for this. Yeah. Multiple. Literally multiple. Um, so all right, so three was the highest, 27%. Then the second was one at 22.4%. And I think the reason is because people don't really care a whole lot about ships or they don't know what the hell the Evan Hawk is. I don't know. Yeah. I, good I, I, I mean I, I just figured out when it came into the game. I didn't know who I didn't even know Karth was the pilot. How, like, how am I supposed to be excited for this? I think the kit looks cool. But I don't really care. Well, I mean, that's that's how half these KOTOR characters have been for you and I. That's true. The kit looks that's cool. True. Don't really know who they are, but that's fine. Yep. I'll use them. 100%. So, yeah. The, uh. And then the third highest response was four. It had just under 22%. Yeah, so you got a good mix of threes and fours there, and then a lot of ones. So, kind of mixed reviews on what people uh, on there excited for excitement for it. But uh, this is one that people thought could even be a legendary. Those was KOTOR fans, I'm sure. But here it is dropping as a galactic chase ship. So yeah, that's probably the reason why there are so many ones is probably why it's a galactic chase ship and not a marquee or a legendary. So probably there you go. All right. Next question. Good night, punk. All right, next question. How much of your resources will you be spending to unlock the Ebon Hawk? And the overwhelming percentage, two-thirds of the people polled said, just another reason to spend fleet energy to unlock Karth. I expect to unlock it, but it does not matter at what star level. And that is exactly where I would be. Because yep. I'm not changing my farming strategy besides maybe using a little more energy on Karth than I normally do every day, knowing that I'll get more for my crystals. So, Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Second biggest chunk, 27%, so almost the other third of uh, answers were, I'll spend my fleet energy, but do not care if I unlock it. So... Final biggest chunk of the pie was with about 6% was I will get it to seven star by the time the event finishes. So there's some people that are planning to get it to seven star. That was a really bad whale sound. No, 
I didn't know what. I, it sounded like a bomb dropping, and I was like, "That was terrible." Oh, don't, I don't know don't, where we're going with this, but listeners, I, that won't won't happen again. I promise. That was bad. That was, I I hope it does. To be honest, I love when you make sounds that I have no idea what they mean. It's pretty. If you great. have to explain the sound, you shouldn't have made it. Um, <laughs> which which leads us into the next question. All right, we know the rework is coming for HK47, but when? Uh, there were four possible options, and the biggest chunk by a long shot. Statement. Next week! And that is what we just talked about, at, which we both agree with. The second largest chunk had almost 30% of people that said the conclusive statement. It was in the road ahead, and the quarter ends this month, so no more than 23 days. So basically, there's only 21% of people that think, uh, well, actually, one of the answers, one of the 10.5% was today or tomorrow, which it doesn't look like that's going to be correct. And then the other 10.5% was, I will serve my master once I have been fixed properly. I assume HK47 would say something like that. The... For those of you that read this question and were like, when was he mentioned in The Road Ahead? He wasn't directly mentioned, but Carrie's sign-off on The Road Ahead was called everyone meatbags, which is HK47's thing. So that's where he was mentioned in The Road Ahead. But it, there was never a mention of a rework for HK47 in The Road Ahead, just a, a shout-out to him and the way he spoke. So there was that. Gotcha. Next question. What is the highest level of Galactic Bounties 2 you can complete? And it goes from Kira, the bottom, Visa's Mar, Amelin Holdo, Fulcrum, Infus Nest, or still waiting on my Bounty Hunter license from Coruscant, which is, I can't beat any of them right now. So, biggest chunk of people, 65%, so almost two-thirds again, can say that they can beat the last uh the last section or the last battle, the hardest one, Infus Nest, the one that gives you the um, portrait and obviously the nest shards. But uh, the second highest chunk was the Fulcrum version, which is the second hardest. Um, so one below nest, that's where people can get the furthest. And then you got varying numbers all the way down. Um, yeah, so pretty much everyone can get up to. Most people can get up to nest, or up to most people can get up to fulcrum. Nest, sixty-six percent of people. So people aren't having that big of trouble with this event. I myself aren't even going, even attempting. I haven't even attempted nest yet because I don't care about the portrait as much as I care about Visa's Mars shards, since I already have nest at seven stars from back in the day. If you all remember that story, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I always go Visus Mars. I I'm, I assume I can beat Fulcrum. I assume I can beat Nest, but I definitely only do the Visus Mars one. So, so the uh, if you haven't the, checked off Yawn on Bingo, that was your chance. Um, so <laughs> I do the Infas Nest one because I am still farming her, obviously. And man, those thermal mm -hmm. detonators are awesome. If you are one of those. You know, 35% of people that's not completing that one. And if you want to, it's all about thermal detonators. Do not use what's her face to blow up the thermal detonators. 
try to keep them stacking and just eventually let those kill uh nest off um you know just slow them down a little bit load everybody up with survivability and let the thermals do their thing that's pretty solid strategy oh man nest today i think i mentioned this in chat but i don't think i said it to you nest today clutched in grand arena for me i forget what the team i put around her was but it was one that kept her alive long enough to keep do keep going over and over against a night sister team completely everyone around her died but her aoe was strong enough after building up the offense to take out the entire night sister team it was awesome dang she like just destroyed them it was amazing that's pretty impressive actually yeah <laughs> Pretty impressive that I had her for offense because I always forget to put her on defense. But oh, yeah. yeah, great on great on offense. Worked really well. Very nice. Didn't really work well that everyone died around her, but I still won it. So whatever. All right. So the next question is regarding C3PO. Um, at what power have you advanced C3PO? So this is basically Star Stars Gears Zetas. Um, most people have him at seven star. Uh, there was a smaller percentage that did not have him unlocked. Uh, 15 people um, out of the total 130 or 150 something responses. Um, so that was pr pretty small. There's not, there's not a whole lot of people that are unlocking him and not getting him to seven star at this point. So uh, that is, that is good. Um, Moving on to gear, most people have him gear 12, but only 88 people versus you still have, you know, the 41% of people that are below gear 9 or not not unlocked. And then you have um, 18 people at gear 11 and 6 people at gear 10. So the graphs get a little bit closer under the gear category. And it's, it's weird, too, because... That number for gear nine or lower uh, or not unlocked is pretty high. It seems like people don't, fo there's a good chunk of people that aren't focusing on gearing him after they've unlocked him. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting the way it seems, at least. Well, he, he really doesn't need a lot of gear, honestly, unless you're using him in arena. Uh, you know, raids, he's not really going to get hit. So, uh, you know, that's not a terrible idea, honestly. Um, and then as we move on to the Zetas, uh, there was, let's see, 67% of people have both the Zetas on him. 32, there are 32 people with one Zeta and 32 people with no, the, the, no Zetas. And then, <laughs> and then, of course, those people that are not unlocked. Idea for the next bingo card, Wink gets tongue-tied. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that happened quick. Yes, over and over. All right, give my tongue a break and tell us what this next question is. All right, increased power Geonosians. How well did they perform in the territory war for you? This is a one through five question again. Uh, once again, right up the middle, three, 33 percent. One third of people said they were just average. Uh, in Territory Wars with this buff. 
Um, the very next one is 26% with a five. So saying, hey, you know, they did really well. And I'm willing to bet that the three is more of, of an indication of people not having their Geonosians uh, really well geared. So, like, I assume that that's, since a lot of it has to do with health, you know, once you get them higher geared, they perform better. If you're just trying to use them at the normal areas, it's it's a, not going to be as effective. So you're probably seeing a more average uh, performance from them. But a lot of people do have them geared 12 from, for their ships. So those people probably are seeing the more of the five range of uh, um, But the very next one was a one, 17, 18%. So a lot of people just weren't seeing anything out of it, but I, I still think that all this is based on gear. I mean, not a lot of people have Geonosians geared, and even if they did, what are the odds their Poggle was good? You know, there's no reason to gear Poggle. Used so, to be. I don't know. I don't think stuff was nasty not so much back anymore. in the day. Yeah. yeah um, back, back in the day. So I have a question. Can you explain the uh, the the graph issue on the live stream? The what? People are complaining about the questions on the live stream. People are complaining about... Stay on the question you're currently on. Oh, yeah. Uh, that can happen. It's just I used to do that, and then I would not move them because we'd be talking, and then they would they would move themselves. They would not get moved at all, and you'd have the same one there the entire time. So... I can go back to doing it that way. It's just more work for me. But you know what? If it makes your experience better, I will do it that way next week. You so know what you should do? I got you guys. What's up? Could you just do like a like sh screen sh share just that window? And then as we scroll reading them, it changes on the live stream? Uh, there are things I can do. We'll We'll fix it for next week for everyone. All right. We'll see how that goes next next week. All right, cool. Uh, next question is: How much have you spent on Swaga? <laughs> this should be good. Skipping the Darth Revan question? No, was there one? No, Darth I, Revan question I mark. Skip it. Panic Farm in all caps or Panic Farm lowercase with a question mark? I'm kind of surprised. I figured it would have been the other way around. I know, right? Less pe more people are just like, eh, Panic Farm, 56% of people, and the other 45% or 44% say Panic Farm, all yeah. caps. Interesting. Yeah, well. I'm moving. Wow, that what just happened to my voice? Anyways, I, I sorry about it. that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Go back, Frog. rewind it. You'll hear it. The... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. But the, I will say this: I am moving closer to the panic farm question side than the panic farm cap side. The longer these characters That's have been farming, yep. So, without any news, so I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um. All right. So, how much have you spent on Swaga? This one I am very excited about. So the biggest portion of this pie is 45% of people have said, I have been accused of being a dolphin spender from time to time. That's a pretty good pool of people. 21% um, said not any more than they would spend on any other game. 
Oof, that was a struggle. Stupid yawns just try to come up out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> the next largest portion of the pie was almost 16% that said, not much, just that once for the character I had to have. That's kind of the category I fall in. Um, and then you have 8.5% that said, $0 exactly, free to play all the way, baby. Woo! Um, and then <laughs> there is almost 8% that says, I am a well, but I enjoy the game and I can afford it. Someone has to pay the developer's salaries. That is true. That is why you know, capitalism so, is beautiful. Let me let me compare it to something else that I play a lot of, and that's Apex Legends. If you're not playing it, uh, super fun game. Also by EA. Really, really fun Battle Royale style game. You can get on PS4 or Xbox One or PC. But anyways, it's a free-to-play game. You, everything is free in it. But there are boxes you can buy with uh, real money that have skins and uh, just a bunch of, like, vanity items to make things look cooler. the lotions on the skins. (laughs) Yes. But there's also also two characters you can buy with uh, money, or you can play the game and unlock them later. Um, Much like with this game, this is what that answer really said to me. It's like, yeah... And no, someone gave me crap for buying the one of the characters in that game when I could get it for free later. And it's like I play the game all the time, so many hours. It's been it's free. I have spent nothing on it to get it, and spent hours and hours on and hours on it. So to me, spending fifteen bucks here to buy something in that game is just rewarding the people that make it for the great game they've made and I'm playing it for free. So spending that money really feels like not a waste because I'm going to keep playing that game for a long, long time. You know what I mean? So. Hmm. Oh, Um, well for everyone else, that was my point. (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. I was reading some of the, uh, the write-in answers that people had. No, yes, there was there was especially the one that says GNP sucks at Apex Legends. I know exactly who wrote that. Thank you, Wookie <laughs> Cookie. Who I run with all the time in there. Nice. Um uh somebody said over fifty K to the question above, but we don't know his name, so he's safe. Uh darn. That is um out of control. That's crazy. That's a lot he must have money. a really golden roster. Yes. Oh, I can imagine. Um to Mangler and Cody from the Republic. Hey, babes. Uh, that was a request. <laughs> we can totally do that. Um, do you even mod, bro? Uh, to whoever said you love us, we love you too. It doesn't matter who you are. We love you. Um, Totes goats. What's in the vape pin? People want to know wait, what's wait, in the vape pin. Judge. Yeah. Well, they're 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 That's making a info? assumption that it's it's actually it's actually a white mystery flavor from Airheads, yeah. so it's freaking delicious. I got a funny story I could tell, but I'm not going to. I might tell it in Discord though. Anyway, um, <laughs> how about we jump to the next topic? 
Hey, let's please, let's get out of this awkwardness very quickly. Someone has been very bad. Bad. That's not the one I'm looking for. Hey, boys. I didn't put that on. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So, uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> so, uh, hilarious. You haven't done that in a long time, but I almost put Wink plays the wrong sound clip as a bingo. <laughs> and it would have worked beautifully. Yep. Very nice. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I like the other the other clip was from Wink's private collection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is for when we have punishments, which haven't had many of those lately. It's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. Since uh someone explain okay. what pun just um, happened. I wanna hear about it. Yeah, we don't right, catch so I wanted to puns. go into Yeah, I well last week apparently I said I have wood here. <laughs> just I, I remember you did we were talking about something and um I felt like I jinxed it, so I needed to knock on wood. And I said, Oh great, okay, I have wood here. And then, then, and then people kept messaging me all week. So find that mm. sounder. You'll love it. All right. So anyways, main topic. Had this idea. It was brought to my attention from our Discord from... Discord, will you agree with me? All right. Rampant Rabbit, put it in our topic ideas. So if you have topic ideas, drop them in the topic idea channel in Discord. We look there often if we're looking for things to talk about. But he wanted to know about... Who about meta teams and who to know to gear and when to gear them and that type of thing. So we wanted to talk about what are some teams you can work on if you don't already, like the main important ones, and then we'll move into kind of an arena focus. But we want to talk about territory battles first, then territory wars, grand arena, and maybe raids, and then arena. So the first one we're going to go into is territory battles. So I wanted to know, I wanted to see... What is your if you were starting from scratch, what was would be the first territory battle team that you would work on? Hmm. That's a good question. Um Territory Battle. So whenever I think about territory battle, I think about multiple rounds. I think about health recovery. I think about things like that. It would be really hard to not go for first order. And the reason I love first order, specifically crew, one, he helps you get BB-8, who is a TB god. He is, he's amazing. Um, it, see, I don't know. The droid BB-8. And... I love teams that can obviously recover, so crew would obviously have to be super high. He's an early cantina farm, so that would be one of my top teams to uh, to work on gearing, um, just because of the over. Honestly, for territory war and ter territory battle, first order that that's an answer for both for me. What about you? <laughs> I'm just watching you try to think that through while you go. Um, for Hard. me, 
One of the main things I think is uh, bounty hunters. That's a good one. Because of the special missions for dark side territory battles. I think bounty hunters are great. Uh, You'll need them for the special missions, of course. Uh, The special missions will also get you um, the droid shards, right? That's the bounty hunters. Uh, Or who is that? No, no, no. no, That's uh, that brings us into the other. Let me get back to so. Uh, currency. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. I'm like, what? No, so two no. teams for dark side territory battles that are really good: troopers and bounty hunters. Not only do they they melt on those wave four waves, they do. When you have on the other ones, you will be able to do your special missions and your um imperial pro droid mission. So those two are pretty top notch for dark side. Another one, CLS. On the other side is another Hell important one. Yeah. Another important team. CLS is great everywhere. Raids, uh, Territory Wars, Grand Arena. So yep. building a rebel team. And here's one thing that you should know as well. Hot Han is a really good character that not a lot of people use. I but don't. he can fit into... What's that? I don't use him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Most people don't don't gear him up as far as they need to for territory battles and then don't use him but he's a really good one to gear you do you need him in territory battles and just the days on the basic the heals and the revivals he's a pretty he's a he's a guy no one talks about that has a really really good kit yeah and you're gonna need it for territory battles so pairing him in a team with cls is a really good thing to do as well as all your Whatever the best rebels you have are, that's one team that you'll probably want to work on for territory battles. And as far as light side goes, everything I'll do I do on light side is either RJT, BB8, and R2, or my Jedi. So yes, as far as teams go, a Bastila led Jedi team if you don't have Revan yet is a good one to have. Yes, it is. A Yoda lead uh, Jedi team is another okay. good one to have. Or if you have Revan. Well, I mean, not everyone's going to have the... People will probably have Grandmaster Yoda lead before Bastila because she's our node. So I'm saying until you get Bastila, Yoda is uh, is usable. Bastila should be a pretty early farm, though. I mean, she's, she's great because she's good in the assault battle, which long-term is nice. She's great in, you know, she can be a... Uh, Arena team, Grand Arena, Territory Battle, like everything. Like, Bessla's obviously a beast. Um, and there are options on Jedi leads, but I agree. Uh, once, once you get Grandmaster Yoda, you're in a pretty good spot with your uh, Jedi. Um, you know what? McTweet made a good point in uh, that I didn't think about when I made said what i said hot han was removed from the requirements for light side territory battles to get him fixed and he's never been put back in so he's not a requirement he's just a guy i like so huh he's not a guy that everyone has to farm anymore so maybe he's not one that you should farm in gear because doesn't sound like it no one really uses him so good good point on that to mctweet but light side, I usually another good light side team that you can gear up that melts all six waves 
is the Ewoks. Oh, hell have, yeah. It, so if you got if you work on the Ewoks and you start gearing them up, like I'm not these aren't teams I'm saying go farm these if you're a new player. I'm saying if you're a older player that is looking for different teams and you need to gear them up, then you might have sitting around not geared yet. Ewoks is definitely one. People have been working on them forever because now C3PO. But if you haven't started, if you're close, the murder bears are great for beating combat missions and you're working toward... (coughs) Good Lord. And you're working towards C3PO. So there you go. Hmm. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, I was using... I've been using them in this uh, territory battle. And God, they are. They're... They're they're stupid fun. It is crazy how much fun the Ewoks are, and again, you know, they're amazing. So, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, let's see. I when it comes to territory war and grand arena, like I said, first order got to be there. I kind of want to put rebels there, but I'm going to CLS Han and Chewie. That is a team it might be the best defensive Grand Arena team that there is. Here's the reason. Every battle, Han will go first. Good luck stopping it. And He's going to stun someone every battle. Exactly. He. I mean, it's... I don't know. It's a freaking wrecking ball. It is arguably... In my opinion, it's definitely the best defensive team. Um, I mean, Revan's obviously amazing, but... God, I I just... The Rebels, if you don't have something to deal with them, I mean, they will will tear you apart. And, um, yeah, I think they're... Specifically, if Han and Chewie are there. You don't even need CLS. If you have Han and Chewie... That you're golden. Um, yeah, because, put them under a wedge lead and watch what happens with the healing. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. Chewbacca will never. Chewbacca will always be healed. Yeah, or because he's or, fighting shoot all the time. So what happens? I've never thought about this. Admiral Akbar lead with Han and Chewie. Admiral Akbar does tactical genius. He is then going to call in someone to assist. Not only that, but Chewie will come in to assist. So Chewie could attack twice. Chewie and Han could attack. Like, you would just have a big, massive loop of death and destruction coming at you. <laughs> like That is very true. That, that sounds like fun. I'm going to I'm gonna have to test that next. Next GA... Um, Let us know how it goes. Yeah. yeah, that sounds fun. Um, and I think another territory battles team that's really territory, and it moves into the raids thing too. And on and territory, sorry, territory wars team. We're talking about territory wars in Grand Arena right now. This one fits for raids. It fits for territory battles. It fits for territory wars and Grand Arena. And that is the Night Sisters, man. Because they can be used on offense, they can be used on defense, they can yep. roll through four waves in dark side territory battles, and in raids, in the heroic Sith raid in phase four, they shred face. I mean, 
that is one team that if you don't have geared and you have them, you should probably gear them because like I said, the team that I fought in grand arena today had a gear 10 zombie. It was a mix of gear 10s and 11s, but it was easy to beat because they weren't all maxed out. Whereas beat by a nest, right? Basically. So when you've got a fully maxed out gear 12 night sister team, it's going to do work pretty much everywhere. That's and it's definitely true. one that I hear. Yeah, they're they're unbelievably good, uh, no doubt about it. Doesn't really matter what leader ability you go with either. Uh, you could go with either one. Uh, the other team I like, bounty hunters. I love using on offense. I know other people don't, but I don't. I just simply don't give a damn. They are amazing on offense. Um, the health and protection recovery is so good. They're almost a guaranteed win. Love them. I should really just I the only someone asked in chat Asajj or Talzin lead. I always use Asajj only because I have that Zeta lead for heroic Sith raid, but I don't have Talzins. I really should just give Talzin that Zeta because I have I have six of them sitting around waiting to be used right now, and I always think. Man, I wish I had that Zeta. I should just get it to use it in these things. Now, I think I, I've talked myself into a Zeta tonight. Because all I, mine are gear 12, so it's not like it's going on a bad character. I've got it. I use it, and it is unbelievable. I mean, when someone dies, they, they get resurrected, come back, and create death. It's awesome. I am I am yeah, all down for that. I, I have it on my alt, and I know how good it is. I just never have put it on my main. So I think I'm going to do that after the podcast should get on that um i don't think i will somebody asked about non-faction teams i i feel like i beat this you know i beat rex wampa hermit yoda and pretty much anyone else you want to throw in there or instead of hermit yoda you could use your saint zon and just unbelievable (laughs) i mean wampa and anything that makes him better is just fantastic for 3v3. Even 5v5 against Rebels, just because he does. He crushes it. Um, hard to go wrong. It really is. Wampa, oh, I agree. Wampa is so versatile. A lot of times I can just use him only and win, but he is. he certainly gives you some options whenever you have him. Yeah, he's great. I, uh, you know, I'm going to go on the record right now and say that I like Wampa. So there I it is. I find this surprising, but okay. You, you do, you I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so um, there you go. Yeah, indeed. Uh, let's see. What's next? Uh, any more territory or grand arena teams you want to touch on right this second? Not really. Yeah, there's. I mean, we could go on for days about this, but I just these. We're doing top teams, so I'm, basically, it's what comes to the mind immediately when you think about those things. And so, um, for everyone thinking I said we got a bingo in chat, I'm not saying we have a bingo yet. We don't have one. I don't have one. Wait, wait, maybe I do. Ooh, all do right. You, well, do you have a bingo. I might. I might have a bingo here. Let me take a look here. Uh, I don't. 
Chicken Bottom, why don't you, in the DM you sent me, let me know what those five were. Oh, oh. So I, I, I'm questionable on having one. Have I had internet trouble? <laughs> Off and on the whole night? I was going to say, it's probably a safe assumption that I can check that box, right? <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so we'll keep going with what we're talking about, but Chicken Bottom, if you can DM me what those five were, I will double check them, and then we'll let you know if you did win. So if you're still playing, keep playing until I tell you for sure whether we have a winner or not. But yeah, there you go. All right, cool. He says, call out a comment from chat. That was done. Beer bottle can is shown, or beer yep. bottle or can is shown. You've done that. Punk vapes, Stormtrooper Hans Zeta mention, and Wampa mention. That ah, sounds like a bingo to me. I think that's a bingo. That is very valid. Yep. Uh... Yep, we have a winner. We have a winner, folks. I don't have any cool sound drop to play. Damn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, wait, why is that there? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, wow, that's great. It's pretty good. All right, so um, last thing I wanted to mention... Or there's two more things. Let's talk great teams. I talked about the Night Sisters. That's one. Um, RJT and Friends Resistance. That's another one. Another huge one. As well as uh, Revan and the Jedi. If we're talking just straight up uh, Heroic Sith, those are the three that came to my mind first. Now, non-faction? Let's talk about that. The Chex Mix or Greedo Mix or any of those Phase Three teams. Uh, those are what's crazy face? good. What's the, the what's the bounty hunter with good Phase Three topple stuff? What is her name? Aura Sam. Aura Singh team. Oh yeah, that's right. That was Aura Singh. So I will say this from experience with uh, the Sith raid from a guild trying to do it for the first time more recently with Future of the Order Phase Three. Don't overlook it because if you don't have a large amount of Chex teams or Greedo teams or Sing teams or Rolo teams, you're going to have a hard time in that phase. So that is definitely one that I would say if you have the people for, gear it because more than likely the rest of your guild is working on those other teams and you really want to make sure that you have anything and everything to take down phase three because I think that overall that becomes the sticking point for a lot of guilds. So Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, with 3PO, if you have 3PO, you can get through Phase 3. I'm curious to see how many teams regress dramatically. And I kind of wonder if they were waiting for this 3PO event to come back before they changed Finn. That way the people that were beating Phase 3 with that team aren't completely screwed going back to not being able to beat it at all. Gives them a chance for more people to get 3PO. And then even after the nerf, they said that Finn should be able to do 20%. You get a few mm -hmm. people to do that, and you're you're golden. So I kind of wonder yeah, if that might uh, be part of the reason for the delay on the Finn rework. Yeah, I'll definitely admit that that is my worry with Photo, because we do do clear out the Phase 3, 
And the first, the last time we did it, we got seven. The first time we did the raid and got stuck in phase three, there was we were seventy percent into it, so there was only thirty percent left. Um, so we should be fine to get through phase three even after the nerf. But it would be nice to have more three POs to make that happen. So yep. definitely a something that could have happened there. So agreed. Yep, yep, yep. Um, arena now to a chicken bottom, not chicken bottom. Chicken bottom is on my mind after winning bingo. You love that rampant rabbits question. Oh, (laughs) to rampant rabbits question. What, who do you think will be the new meta team? Should I be gearing certain characters now ready for the new meta? Or should I be saving gear and Zetas until we 100% know who to work on? Um, I think it's all preference. I think it's all preference. It wouldn't be so bad right now to work on HK47, I don't think. Uh, anyone that was in the picture besides Gamguard of the Gamguard 3 Zetas is an option to gear if you want to proactively work towards something because obviously those were the teams that they were trying in Arena with whatever 3 Zeta Gamguard is. Those are options for the next meta that you might want to think about. But for me, uh, I don't even know, man. I, right now I see Sith because of Sith Marauder being the login character. Agreed. And I think of any Sith characters that I don't have geared that might be good after this are good options for new meta. Um, so it could depend on what other characters you have geared. If you if you were here in the Treya meta and you've got Trey, you've got Scion, you've got Nihilus, you've got them geared and you're good to go, you're probably fine to just dump into whatever you want to do and not worry about saving quite as much. You still probably want three Zetas, you probably want some gear, and you'll be good to go. But um, if you don't have those other Sith characters, I would probably hoard like hell because... Every Zeta matters. And if something comes, if Darth Revan comes and, you know, if he drops next week and we're talking about his kit next week on the podcast or the week after or the week after that or at any point in the next month or ever, obviously, I mean, that's what we do is we talk about the kits. But when that kit comes, we're obviously going to be doing recommendations on what characters you should be focusing on and how you should be spending those Zetas to help you guys most efficiently do that. So, if that's what you want to be prepared for, make sure you're ready if you don't already have those characters ready. Because I think we kind of know what Sith are really good. Um, I would be really surprised if there was a kit that really just made some off-the-wall Sith that nobody uses unbelievably good. Um, it's possible, unlikely. Here's the only reason that I would gear certain Sith. There are enough good leaders out there that having multiple teams is good. Now, I don't think Sith Marauder or Sith Assassin are ever probably going to be meta again, but if you were worried about that, if you did gear them, it's not wasted. Now, like, because for me, I have Darth Maul's Zeta, but half the time I don't even use him because I have, like, three good Sith, and then, like, I'd have to throw two bad ones in there to try to fight against someone's all gear 12 or all gear 11 team so i would be fine with having more sith geared up just because you can start filling out more teams but that's that, true as far as meta goes i don't see that 
happening. But if you're one of those people that want to be prepared for everything, then I guess that's your choice. But it does help for Grand Arena and Territory Wars having extra Sith to throw under a mall or under a pretty much any of those leaders that you don't throw into your main Sith team. Like Dooku leads with other Sith or can obviously be really freaking annoying. Or Maul. You know. So just... I have Zetas I want to spend. I I want to spend one on Grievous. I want to spend one on B2. But this Revan thing's coming. I ain't going to miss it. But I also need to be sure that I didn't waste the one that I have on Maul. I desperately <laughs> want to gear Savage because um, have you faced... A mall lead with Savage in Grand Arena 3v3? And Say what now? Have I used Savage? I use uh, on my alt account. Have I Gar- faced him? No, but I use my Zeta Mall, Zeta Savage, and a Sith Trooper team on my 3v3 on my you, alt account. And that you thing. Ha- you have a Zeta Savage. Do you put it on offense or defense? Defense. Zeta Maul, Zeta Savage, yeah. Sith Trooper. You're it's... one of the assholes that I don't like. I hate that team. <laughs> it works well. I yeah, hate it's... that team. Because I'm terrible at be- trying to attack it. I always have to go way overpowered to beat the damn thing. I just... Ah! That's why I'm saying, you know, if you want to gear some of these other Sith that aren't currently so meta, they are still have... They still have places to be used, so it's not a bad gear, and you'd be prepared if, for some reason, a Zeta Savage would go into a new uh, Sith team. Because obviously, Sith Zeta Savage doesn't really work in Treya because Treya is getting rid of the buffs, debuffs herself. You really don't need Savage doing it, so he's kind of wasted on the team in that case. And but Zeta Savage under a different leader could suddenly be more viable again. You know what I mean? So we don't That's know fair. what's coming, but it could, he could be in there if we had Sith coming that were meta again. So, I mean, there's, there's options there. If you're looking ahead and thinking it is Sith for sure right now, not knowing that's how you mod looking forward. But until you, for me, I don't, I don't know, man, I'm not gearing anything really. I'm just farming shards for the most part. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm gearing here's what I'm gearing right now. All the characters I'm farming so that there are at least gear nine if there is a journey event. That's what I'm gearing. And it's slow as hell because I usually don't use a lot of energy on that. So I hear you. I don't know. I don't All like right. to predict metas because I'm terrible at it. So I like to wait until I have a little more solid knowledge. Like HK forty seven gonna be reworked there's a pretty good chance that he's one you're going to want to have geared so there's an option decent chance for sure well show. are you ready to jump into this next topic so ready let's do it It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. 
May the force be with you. And with you. All right. Oh, yeah. Trivia this week. Trivia. Deals with this new Karth team. All right. Right. I don't think it's new. I think it's more of a this Karth team that a lot of people can farm now and are gearing. Because I wanted this team forever. I am stoked to soon have Karth, Candorous, Mission, Zalbar, and Wampa together. The band will be together. Sounds fun. All right. It will be super fun. All right. So you ready to just jump into this? Well, yeah, I'm waiting on you, senor. All right. My bad. Let's do this. Question one, up to four points. Query, which Old Republic meat bags can inflict a damage over time? I hope this one doesn't take you very long. I don't know. I don't know these kids very well. I've got my answer, though. All right. What do you got? Candorous and Mission Val? Those are your two answers? Is it only one answer? Is it just Candorous? No. I think it's more. It's up to four points, so I assume there's four. My answers are... Karth, Candorous Ordo, Mission, and Zalbar. And the reason I said I hope you get this is because I totally said that right before I asked the question. I don't listen when you speak. Yeah. Obviously, that's why you probably are only getting two of the four points. I didn't hear you say two out of four either. What? I said this trivia question one up to four points. Didn't hear it. Oh my goodness. I don't know if that's because I wasn't paying attention or because of my internet. But because it's so believable that it was my internet, I'm going to go with it was my internet. All right. Well, I can blame the internet. Hashtag blame the internet. There's another shirt. Mm. All right. Answers are Karth, Mission Val, Zalbar, and Candorous Ordo. So, plus four for me. Plus two for you. Alright. Off to the early lead. Question two. This one's worth one point. Did you hear that? Gotcha. One point. Alright, one point. Incomplete statement. The whiny soldier named Karth leader does both of the following, which requires a Zeta. A. Whenever an enemy is inflicted with damage over time effect, all Old Republic allies recover 3% health and protection. Or B. When an Old Republic ally uses their basic ability during their turn, they have an 80% chance to call another Old Republic ally to assist, dealing 50% less damage, limit once per turn. Fifty-fifty. I'm gonna... I got my answer. I have no idea what the answer is. But I got my answer. What answer do you have? I have a answer. 
I also have A somewhere on there because Zetas always seem to be healing. It's just that's that's a good point. That's why I picked A. So, but I do think the I uh, thinking back when we went over the kit, I'm starting to think that the the assist part is actually the Zeta. Okay. But we'll see. I picked A. Now I'm thinking B, but we'll see. It is B. So it says, when an old Republic ally uses their basic ability, during their turn, they have an 80% chance to call another Re old Republic ally to assist, dealing 50% less damage. Fun fact, even at level one, they have an 80% chance to assist. Lame. If you got a Zeta on a level one, you are not Zeta poor, that's for sure. All right. Next question. Question three. One point to whoever is closer. Two if exact. Okay. Statement. Andrus gains potency per Old Republic and Scoundrel ally. Question. On a team of Karth, Mission, Zalbar, Juhani, Candorous, how much potency does he gain? Wait. Oh, hold on. I'm going to have you repeat that so you be able to check that off your bingo box, but... Uh, Tess said the answer is actually A. He wrote the wrong thing. Oh, well. All right. So we both get a point. We both get a point. Now, on this one, there's a very small print. I'll read that to you. Oh, you want the whole thing, don't you? I want the whole thing. Uh, all right. Statement. Candorous gains potency up or potency per Old Republican scoundrel ally. Question. On a team of Karth, Mission, Zalbar, Juhani, and Candrus, how much potency does he gain? Dominion observation. Since I know you're clueless, it's less than 150 and more than 50. I got my answer. I don't have mine yet. Seconds. All right, I got my answer. All right, you ready? Yep. My answer is 80%. How the hell of all freaking things did we pick the same damn answer? <laughs> I figured 10% for each one, and then I figured only Mission Zalbar and Candorous are scoundrel. But Karth might be, so it might be 90. I'm not totally sure. I just picked the number. <laughs> What's the answer? Yeah. Answer is 80%. Woo! 10% for each Old Republic and Scoundrel. Nice. Wow. Impressive. Two points for each of us. All right. Question number four. Musing, my silhouette is in the background of one of his abilities and my leader pairs with his uniques. I wonder why no one uses us together. Likely answer, a dumpy canister on wheels must be useless in battle. Repeat it one more time. Musing, my silhouette is in the background of one of his abilities and my leader pairs with his uniques. I wonder why no one uses us together. Likely answer, a dumpy canister on wheels must be useless in battle. 
Are we supposed to name both can both candidates? It says up to one point. So I assume we only have to name the person. Okay. Or both of them, I don't know. I'm just just I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I have an idea, but the likely answer part does is throwing me completely I off. I got my answer. Alright, I got my answer as well. Actually, I'm writing two. I'm writing two answers. If it's right, I won't get the... Okay. If it's the first one I say, then I'll take the points. If it's the second one, I won't take the points. But these okay. are my two answers. I've got Tebow and Sherpa. Okay. I don't know why I asked, wrote those when we're talking about the cart team, but that's... I'm thinking uh, that C-3PO is in the background of one of those Ewoks' pictures. I put Candorous. Interesting. That's apparently not right. <laughs> okay, well, this is going to be fun. The answer is T3 and 4. You know what? Huh. That makes total sense, because I was trying to think of what canister on wheels. I'm like, R2-D2, what other ones are there? Chopper? Yeah. No. And if I'd thought of T3 and 4, it would have made perfect sense, because there you of go. The topic. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Whoopsie. All right, trivia question number five. Irritated observation. Master, he keeps getting to blast meat bags when enemies with damage over time are attacked. When do I get such an upgrade? Repeat it one more time. Irritated observation. Master, he keeps getting to blast meat bags when enemies with damage over time are attacked. When do I get such an upgrade? All right, I got an answer. Me too. What do you got? HK? My answer is Ordo. Because I believe, wasn't that broken with his multi-attacks on his basic? I don't know. Box? I don't know either. That's why I'm I guess. so All right. lost. The answer is Candorous Ordo. Well, I got it correct. I'm not good at these trivia. <laughs> what happened? You used to beat me all the time. All right, next question. Trivia number six, up to one point. Mutinous observation. Have you noticed, Master, that when led by Karth, she only heals herself while benefiting from everyone else healing her? I would perform much better than that taunting, lightsaber-wielding meatbag. You got a you got to need a read, read again, or are you writing an answer? I got an answer. As do I. I have Juhani. The Juhani. That's what I put. Jamaican? <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe you don't know. I don't. You are correct. 
All right. That is it. That was the last question. Did we get it correct? No. Yes, Juhani was the oh. answer. One point for each of us. Wow, look at that. Eight that to five. Deep. I almost won. Oh, you didn't add the points for the second question we got right then. Because I have nine to six. I did add those points. But I'm fine with nine to six, too. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I may have not added some other points. I don't know. No, all I know is <sighs> I beat you by three. Um, so this is completely not Swaga related and totally off topic, but we originally started doing trivia because there was some sort of question and someone thought it'd be a good idea if we had like Swaga Jeopardy and that was kind of how trivia started. And this week, like the saddest thing, uh, Alex Trebek announced that he has like stage four pancreatic cancer. Very sad. Uh, yeah, I saw that. But very, very cool the way he announced it and that he's fighting it. Totally agree, yes. Um, kudos to that guy. Very sad deal, but uh, thoughts and prayers with him. Um, For sure. One last thing I want to mention. We are going to try trivia next week on an app called Quizzes. Quizzes. Q-U-I-Z-I-Z-Z. Uh, I've played it's with it a little easy. bit today with... Uh, I played with it a little bit today with Tesh, and it looks really cool. Very similar to what we used to use with Kahoot, but hopefully workable with more people again. So next week, we're going to try that and see how it works out with the amount of people we have playing. And uh, then we'll go from there and see how it goes. So look forward to that next week. We'll look forward to seeing how well you guys do. I miss seeing the the rankings of the people listening. That was always fun. So I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, we will be back here next week on twitch.tv slash Shattered Order. You can always find us here. And, of course, make sure you subscribe. YouTube, youtube.com slash Shattered Order Pod and discord.me slash Shattered Order if you want to join the conversation. We, of course, we tweet out occasion on Twitter, twitter.com slash Shattered Order if you want to follow us there. Uh, is there anything else I miss besides patreon.com slash Shattered Order? I'm loving it. Everything. All if right. you have anything that's not mentioned by us or covered by us that you want to get to us, the shattered order at gmail.com is our email. And we are checking that all the time during the day. So anything you guys have to say or show us or ask, we will see it there. So indeed with that said, I want to thank everybody for listening and wink is going to sign us off with one more victory whistle for our subscribers on YouTube and Discord. Indeed. So we will catch you all later. Thanks for hanging out with us. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round.